Chapter 16 of Rational Theology as Taught by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints by John Andreas Widsow. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Wayne Cook. Chapter 26 Why a Church? Those who believe in the great plan form a community known as the Church. Many men who have given the subject only superficial study find it difficult to understand why a church should be necessary. Man helped by God on earth. It was not intended in the plan of salvation that man, though in forgetfulness, should wander alone and helpless through the earth. Rather it was intended and made necessary that men should gain experience by actual contact and contest with the earth and earthly forces under the watchful care of beings of superior intelligence who would help as demanded by man's free agency in an intelligent world it could not well be otherwise in fact without the help of superior intelligence the earth would be chaotic instead of orderly the great plan is founded on intelligence guided by a god of intelligence and has for its purpose greater intelligence avenues of communication with god have been pointed out but many men are impervious to divine messages and need earthly help to understand the will of god the church the community of persons with the same intelligent faith and desires is the organized agency through which God deals with his children, and through which such help may be given man. Through the church, God's mind may be read by all, at least with respect to the church community. Moreover, the authority to act for God must be vested somewhere on earth. The church holds this authority for the use of man. Besides, it is the common law of the universe that when intelligent beings are organized as of one body they progress faster individually and collectively the church as an organization represents god on earth and is the official means of communication between men and god the plan of salvation for all in the great council the earth career was planned for all the spirits there assembled who accepted the plan the earth and whatever pertains to it are for all and not for the one or the few this means that man must not go through this earth life independently doing as he pleases living apart from his fellow men and accepting the great plan in his own way by his own free agency he became a member of the hosts of the earth and by his own promise given in the great council he must live in accordance with definite rules to be enforced by God. The church is the community of those who, having accepted the plan, desire unitedly to work out their mutual salvation under the settled authority of God. The purpose of the great plan cannot be wholly fulfilled until all have heard the gospel. The church as a body undertakes to carry out this purpose. Only when the church is not organized on earth may individuals who know the great plan stand alone 
but even in such cases it is the bounden duty of those having the knowledge to give themselves to the converting of others so that the church may be organized orderliness if each intelligent being placed on this earth would lead an independent life and deal independently with his god relative to all matters concerning him many of which would of necessity involve others there would soon be disorder among humanity it has been found desirable in all earthly affairs to organize so that order may prevail by the organization known as a church all things may be done in order chaos is abhorrent to the intelligent mind test of attitude there is yet another reason for the organization of a church the plan of salvation is one founded in intelligence man must accept and live its laws and ordinances intelligently the church by his adherence to these laws and ordinances gives a man a means of testing himself as to his attitude towards the whole plan whatever is done in life somehow connects itself with the church a church which separates itself from the actual daily life of the man does not acknowledge the essential unity of the universe and is not founded on man's intelligent conceptions of the constitution of the universe the church therefore must possess a system of laws the compliance with which will enable a man or his fellows to test his progress and spiritual condition which in turn will be a guide for his future work it would be difficult for a man to apply such tests to himself if he stands alone away from his fellow-men and making laws for himself to fit his apparent needs authority there is much to be done for man and by men during the earth's career every day brings its problems laws are to be enforced ordinances to be performed and god must communicate with his earthly children much of this work involves authority which must be settled somewhere if order is to prevail the authority to act for god is committed to the church as the organized community of believers and indeed authority is a distinguishing characteristic of the church every man has or may receive authority to act in his own behalf in many matters but to exercise authority in behalf of others requires the kind of authority which god has delegated to the church some form of authority from god is necessary in all our work and the earthly source of god's authority is the church organized by the supreme intelligent god the great purpose of the church finally the plan of eternal progress involves every living soul who comes upon earth to the church is committed the great task of keeping alive this plan and of carrying it to all the nations those who have accepted the truth must be kept active those who have not accepted it must be taught all must hear it even for the dead must the essential ordinances be performed the church then is a great missionary organization this of itself justifies the existence of the church for it is improbable that any individual would or could undertake the conversion of all the people to eternal truth End of chapter 16